What are you up to? I just a, another lost ghost, Kissel. Oh no! Another lost ghost. You know why? Why? Because I'm. The whole world's just what it's cockamamie these days. It's cockamamie. It is. It is just. It is absolutely. Mm. I'm gonna go in ahead and use the trademark term redonkulous. It really right is, now. my friend. Uh, are you doing okay, though? I mean, we're dealing with it. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. I want to say, I want to float to our masters over at Spotify uh-huh. um, because we have a, you know, we always have like some big corporate call with them where they say... We know cor- we're in quarter three. Right, sure. Quarter three. And then I, I felt the first two. They'll say QE3. Whoa. That means quarter three. Whoa, that is cool. Yeah, that's Whoa. pretty neat. Wow, that's pretty sweet. That's jargon. And I wonder if... Like, we can just straight up say, like, I think everybody should get a bullet out of the chamber before the call. I agree when it comes to Zoom, don't be tubing when you're Zooming. That's what I, that I is say. a funny joke. <laughs> Did you read that on one of your your right-leaning blogs? I actually stole it from Dean Kane. <laughs> Indeed. He was Superman and Lois and Clark Superman. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Side Stories. But does everybody just have to masturbate before they get on a phone call? How long? I mean, like, I'm the horniest person I know. Yeah. Of our circle of friends. Of our Still great wide group. I am the horniest person we know, and I can last 45 minutes without touching my dick. Well, absolutely. Of course, Jeffrey Tubin, he was on a Zoom call. He was speaking with all of the who's who of WNYC. But aren't they, weren't they on, like, a live stream? Like, weren't they, yes. like, outside? They were, like, doing a show. They were going over an election simulation, and apparently he was also simulating sex that's with so his That's so dumb, Kissel. Stop doing late-night jokes. No, that's good. That was actually good. This is weird and heading into Fallon territory. No, Jimmy Fallon wouldn't touch this story. This is too hot for TV. No, it's the only thing they'll talk about. Well, he's funny. Um, all right. So, yes. Anyway, Jeffrey Dubin, he was caught jerking off on a Zoom call. He does. He says that he was not aware that the camera was on. I mean, you're and on he, the call actively. The call is going on. Just hold. What I love the most is the New Yorker, which, of course, he was a big part of the New Yorker. And this was a New Yorker he conversation. Was. He was. They said, Jeffrey Tubin has been suspended while we investigate the matter. <laughs> you imagine how difficult that's going to be. Just be like, where was the cock? How many strokes? If it's a five stroke jerk off my friend he's got to be fired i just don't understand because it also it seems to be one of those firing non-firings where that man tubin asked to have some time off the deal with personal issues Did which is like see- you don't have to cover it up we know what the personal issue is you masturbated <laughs> on a work it's not even it wasn't even like an in-house call no. it was a broadcast yeah Outside and he of was the looking office. At the, at the porn. Did you see OJ Simpson's response? You got we- <laughs> fucking roasted by a double murderer. And you legitimately, OJ had a good point. He, I mean, I, I'm just, if I'm you're so OJ Simpson right now. Anyone that ever attacked you gets busted doing anything. He is living the life in St. Petersburg. He Literally, loves no one confronts him. Women still love him. He is oh. doing great in Florida. He is Florida's God. And now. 
now you get to look at Jeffrey Tubin, the man who wrote the book that they turned into the TV show, The People versus O.J. Simpson, and you get to say you got caught jerking it's off just, on Zoom. It's you unfair. It is unfair how life works out, and it just shows you. But why you, is it that you gotta, if you're Jeffrey Tubin or O.J. Simpson, what would, almost like today, just one day, just today, who would you rather be, Jeffrey Tubin or O.J. Simpson? I mean, O.J. Simpson's got a boat. Yeah. And Jeffrey Tubin just has to be like, I'm sorry, honey. It's brutal. <laughs> He's got like adult kids. I am proud of him, 60 years old. Just even have, just when you're 60, that is the curse of being a man. When you are 60, you I would think that you don't, like I could see someone in high school. I get that. Like a high school kid. I get. I bet sure, you that's absolutely. happening all the time. I guarantee of you that's happening. Of course you're a 60 year old man. You can but just, 60 if years you old, need to you lie to your own family. Stop. But listen, if you need to lie to your own family, I'm telling this to 60 year olds that are listening <laughs> to the show. If you have to lie to your family in, in order to create space for you to jerk off, I get it. I totally get well, it. Well, it's very, but, uh, it's very American beauty, isn't it? Absolutely. Yeah. But lie. Structure it into your day. How long does masturbating take? Five minutes? I mean, at this point, I'm getting this thing done in three and a half nowadays. You straight up have the time to say to your wife and kids, yeah, actually, this call's going long. It's going to take me to 115. And then you can build <laughs> look in. At your fa- you have to look at a fake watch on your hand when you yeah, do you it. Yeah, you have to go, oh, oh, oh yeah. this guy, this guy, this yes, whole. indeed. They have lost all sense of the minutes of this meeting. And you can then safely, securely jerk off. I guess, yeah, and that's the truth. Being a bunch of high school students, just being unfettered yes. and filled with hormones, that makes a sense. I mean, now, but I don't want to harp on this too much because you know we're going to hear about advice from Seth Myers. <laughs> So let's leave, let's be not as cruel well, just, to Tubin. Just lastly, I do want I will say his statement. His statement was, I made an embarrassingly stupid mistake. Really? Believing I was off camera. That I apologize to my wife, my friends sense. and coworkers. And then he goes on to say, this is why I know he was jerking off because of this, co- this quote right here. I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. I apologize to my wife, friends and family and coworkers, but he is uh, yeah. Anyway, technology is though, difficult. Did he? Did he come? That is the question that all of us have, and I am going to say he probably shrunk up so fast <laughs> after he got after he was like they're like Jeff, Jeff over here, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. Oh my god! Ah! And you heard everyone start screaming because some people, like you know, some great comedians that we've known throughout time, they would just jizz even harder if they heard the screams. Well, all right, OJ Simpson. Just lastly, he did compare Tubin to Pee Wee Herman in a short video. Oh so if you haven't god. watched, you know what? I'm not driving people to Twitter. I'm not driving people no, to OJ Simpson Twitter. Don't. But he. It is on O.J. Simpson's Twitter if you want to uh, check that out. It's unfortunate, and it just, I mean, I don't know. Henry, by the way, do I smell better? Yeah, you're washing. I took a shower. I finally got heat. I got hot water for the first time since I moved to L.A. Uh, The guy came yesterday. He was like, you were just living without hot water. I was like, yeah. And he was like surprised. You lived without gas in your apartment for a number of years. Yeah, but but then I had hot water. But now I took took my first hot shower yesterday. How do you feel? Baby, feel good. I got so much soap that I had from the, from the move that I haven't been using. So I got so much soap. I'm doing great. You sound like a gull that's washed ashore during an oil accident. Oh, remember that? The Gulf the Gulf. Uh, We're about to get spill. another one. Is there another spill? Anthony? Yeah, there's a tanker that's sitting in the middle of the Caribbean right now about to leak 55 like what? million gallons of oil into the Caribbean. No, it's like, tape it up. Get honestly, it, get freaking get it the get seems the tape. like there's a lot of news going on in the world that seems to be overshadowed by I don't know what's going on in America right now that's like overshadowing all this like 
other big important news. Well, I think the oil is a huge issue. Remember when that pipeline broke and there was a 24-7 camera on it? So if you really wanted anxiety, you could just look at it. And watch it leak and leak and leak and leak. Bun- and it just never ended. Oh, All right. Well, well and speaking of more of better news, okay, we, have, we are seeing a spike in UFO activity that I Ooh. am really, really appreciative. And there's a, I've got a couple stories I'm going to hit up top. Love it. Love that it. That are, because number one, who do we finally got on Team UFO? Who? Who do we got? I don't know who. This is for the kids. Now, there's a lot of people out there that want to say ufology is not for the tweens. Right? I think that ufology is for the tweens. I don't think it's for the 50-year-old man. No, you're you're wrong. It is for the 50-year-old man. The job is to, for the 50-year-old man to give it to the teens. But guess what? We're finally finding. Take, the, take it easy with that sentence, buddy. Give it to the teens. <laughs> but we're trying. We finally have... An ambassador, okay. a youth ambassador for it's ufology, because we thought it was going to be Tom DeLong. We were hoping. I thought that it was Tom DeLong for it's a Tom, very long time. Apparently, Tom DeLong immediately became a boomer that decided he became the day he became a ufologist. So you're telling me this is big, big ufology breaking news. There's a new celebrity in town. Demi Lovato. Demi Lovato. Welcome to the fold. Oh my god! And that's what I'll say to her if she ever comes to my house for a dinner party. <laughs> Welcome to the fold. And Whoa. you lift up your shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Can't you see? Wow. There's, a, there's bits of chocolate in there. Wow, Demi Lovato. This has got to be the biggest celebrity in the female of the female variety. We got that's one. Ever been into UFOs? Yeah. This comes from. This is. I honestly think this is the first time I've ever cited Cosmo. On the show. This comes from Cosmopolitan Magazine, the magazine that told you to put ice in your husband's dick. Wow, UFO uh, it, it is UFO combos have really become mainstream. Yes, huh? they really have. Look at this. Demi Lovato shares UFO sightings on Instagram and says she's contacted aliens. <laughs> Maybe she's talking about uh, some Hollywood agents. Some of these guys seem pretty weird. Oh, they absolutely do. They're now, disgusting. She spent the weekend in Joshua Tree making quote-unquote contact with aliens. And I've also done that in Joshua Tree, but normally that involves a bunch of fucking tequila and a lot of mushrooms. Tubin. Danny wants the government to acknowledge the truth about extraterrestrial life <laughs> among us. And actually, I'm going to read it and imagine her voice. Acknowledge the truth about the wonderful voice of Demi I'm sorry, Lovato. I'm immediately pushing her away. This shows, yes, you this are. shows the internalized misogyny of the ufology Make it, world. Do it, do it now. Do it right because she's beautiful. She's Demi Lovato. I want to acknowledge the truth. About that's just you, Casey. That's just your Casey Anthony. Among us. Hello, do, how do you spend the weekend? Because Demi Lovato was out here making contact with aliens. That comes from the writer of this, Mahara Bonner. Oh my God, they got snarky with it where it's like, oh, hello, yeah. how did you spend the weekend? She was out getting fucked by aliens? No, she didn't get fucked by aliens. She chose to make love to an alien. Now this is, they said that she wants to implore humanity. She put a bunch of pictures on Instagram, um, heavily curated. Uh, these uh-huh. all on her Instagram. She's imploring humanity to make contact in an effort to help change the destructive habits is destroying our planet. Now I'm going to read the oh whole statement God, this she whole made. Thing this, is a, this is a whole statement she made. Over the past couple months, I have dug deep into the science of consciousness and experienced not only peace and serenity like I've never known, but I also have witnessed the most incredible profound sightings both in the sky as well as feet away from me. Oh my God! First, I know you can continue in a second, but you know if you really saw an alien, people run around, they start screaming like they're Richard Pryor with his hair on fire, and they're like, "There's a burning in my rectum." That's what it sounds like when you meet an alien. She sounds like she just read "Eat, Pray, Love." Well, you're gonna see why she's so relaxed and so 
keyed in. I, why is she so in the moment about this? She said, the planet is on a very negative path towards destruction, but we can change that together. If we were to get 1% of the population to meditate and make contact, we would force our governments to acknowledge truth about extraterrestrial life among us and change our destructive habits, destroying our planet. Now, the reason why she seems to have gotten a lot of ready talking points is because she has become a devotee of Dr. Stephen Greer, your favorite ufologist. I love the Greer. Worst shoes in the business, but he is a, he's peddles this line that UFOs are to be celebrated and we need to welcome whatever they are, whether they are uh-huh. specifically if they are of meat and bone, these <laughs> ultra terrestrials, if they are also ultra terrestrials, we're supposed to invite them onto the planet Earth. But I am telling you, say, you right now, uh-huh. Demi Lovato, I'm warning you, I'm warning all of us, uh-huh. if we decide to all meditate and contact the UFOs at once, we may get exactly what we're looking for and i don't know if it's going to be altogether pleasant well stephen greer number one when it comes to his shoes he doesn't have the best shoes in ufology he has the only shoes in ufology which are new balance (laughs) he has the only shoes that are one also henry i you know i love you and i want i don't want to burst i don't like to burst bubbles i really don't no yeah you hate taking baths but um (laughs) it's true uh yes that is very true um this is all a fraud (laughs) <laughs> so the the problem is I'm reading which, Demi, which? Lovato, Demi Lovato Demi Lovato or, oh yeah okay, if, so you, what, just have, her stance as a fraud just listen so to you this. mean to tell me she think you think that she's trying to broaden her base or like like and bring in no, I'm gonna t- the I'm, boomer community she's trying to bring in like <laughs> men whose waists are bigger than their inseams well she she that's probably that's a great description of her fan base most that likely. is me that is you um but no this is halfway through one of her Instagram posts this is uh, this is her she says this is just just some of the evidence from under the stars and the desert sky that can no longer be ignored and must be shared immediately. immediately. Okay. To make contact yourself, you can download the CE5 app yeah. and it'll teach you the protocols to connect to life from beyond. She is working with an app company well, she's to working move with products. She's working this with CE5. No, that is Dr. Stephen Greer's company, Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. This is mm. all a weird shill for Dr. Stephen Greer, which I don't particularly understand. He, to me, is the most untrustworthy figure and you follow you just don't like him because he's nice no i don't like him because he's that i don't like him just because he's not nice he's selling a line of bull well i he's selling a line of bull close encounters of a fifth kind it's a great documentary and i you'll leave it feeling slightly uplifted so god forbid mr zabrowski i am just saying i think that the nature of the anomalous event is neither good nor negative i think that it is neutral and that's the main problem is that what you are talking to, let's say you do contact an intelligence. Why do you think that our, like, like our health and our happiness are a part of their agenda? They are not necessarily. They not might come necessarily down. unless they want to be entertained. You think that they're going to have oh, better cinema? What if they you think just they're going to have better Broadway than us? You mean tell me they're not going to have music? a whole lot of fun stringing you into a plasma cage and pulling on your dick until you come and while you go, please stop, please stop. And Maybe someone doesn't. And but what if they don't want to watch that movie that night? The no. torture, the human series that they have. Also, speaking of crazy stuff, this is from, this looks to be from O'Hare Airport. Oh, no, this is, I'm gonna, I want to get into this yeah, story. Yeah, get into this. What the hell is, is going on here? This is another story. So, in the beginning of this year, I want to say the beginning of this year and also last summer, we talked about a 
a, a rash of flying humanoid sightings yeah. in the Chicago land area, and it seems like we got another one, and this one's fucking juicy. And this, this one even it comes with a cool kind of picture of what it would look like. This too. actually comes from the tr- one of the traditional pictures of a Mothman. We're seeing now with this is a full on Mothman sighting, and to uh, to be completely frank, this description. Sends the all of the hairs on my back up. That's a shitload of hairs. Yeah, also, like a you, hyena. You can trust every single thing that Henry is about to say because this is a description coming from the mouths and the mind and the eyes of a USPS worker. That is United States Postal Service worker. Those people are tip of the spear, and they are top of the line when I it comes to my, intelligence. I love my guy Gil. Gotta love Gil. Except for the fact I ask where the hell my ballot is. My ballot's gone. It must be in the fucking Mothman's parcels. Maybe Gil filled it out for you and sent it in himself. You know what? I trust him. Yeah. USPS employee reports seven foot tall red eyed creature at O'Hare International Airport. This comes from this is this week. This is from singularfordian.com. Cool. This is the statement from the USPS worker that saw this entity or right after they were leaving the USPS uh, sorting facility in Chicago in Chicago O'Hare's International Airport at around 11 p.m. on yeah. Thursday. That is a really nice way of th- saying throwing everyone's shit around. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're so, we're sorting. They just they don't take very good care of it, do they? Well, not all the time. This is a critique. They don't really the luggage. They don't care about the luggage. What are you gonna do? You imagine you imagine looking at luggage after you. Oh, I know. I've watched them handle the luggage. You just don't. Just don't. And just trust. So this is a witness statement. I had just left work at the USPS sorting facility at O'Hare Airport at about 11 p.m. on Thursday, the 24th of September, and was walking out to my car when I saw something standing at the far end of the parking lot where I usually park. Hmm. At first, I thought it was a very tall person with a long coat. As I got closer to my car, I unlocked it, which caused my headlights to come on. My headlights hit the person standing about 20 to 25 feet from my car, causing it to turn and look right at me. Damn. I saw that this was not some person, but a giant red-eyed creature. And what appears to be a coat were actually wings, which it spread out as it turned to look at me. At first, I thought it was some kind of very large bird, but I've never seen any bird that stood almost seven feet tall. I'm five foot four. And this thing looked taller than me by at least two feet. This thing then started making some type of chirping sound. Almost a half chirp and half click. Like someone was clicking their tongue, but much faster. It then made some type of screeching sound and took off running toward me. It got within ten feet. And it took off into the air and flew above me. I was screaming hysterically as I crouched down behind my car's open door and I dived into my car head first. I was in a near panic as I tried to start the car, close and lock the doors and turn on my interior lights. I started my car and took off out of the parking lot and flew down the road till I hit the main road. I got home. I told my husband, who also works at the same facility, and he was the one who told me about the sightings of this thing. Damn. This thing is fucking scary. Now, this actually matches up to the other sightings. We have seen this same entity several times this year. At least 10 sightings have come from the airport itself since August of 2019. 10. And they all have reported this sound coming out of it. They yeah. said it sounds like uh, one uh, witness described it as sounding like screeching tires. Dude, this is freaking crazy. This shit's fucking weird. Uh, the witness, also a 17-year veteran of the USPS and has worked at O'Hare Sorting Facility for the last 15 years, 
It is a cra- it's crazy. And then also, a man flying a jetpack has been spotted again in the skies over Los Angeles. This is another story that but came now, out this, this week. But now this guy is just trying, he's trying to get some of the attention. I don't know who this guy is. They don't know who he is. There is, there is some floating theory that it's Elon Musk. There <laughs> no is some way. theory, but then here, the guy that the type of jetpack that Elon this can Musk work, is going to end up getting sucked into an engine of a plane, and only, that's how he's going to die. That is the killed only, by a machine. That's the fitting way for him to go. But this is it, it, they are saying that they do believe it's a specific type of jetpack that, according to the, the manufacturer, basically said if it was Elon Musk, he would have told me. Like, he would have been like, we would have had cameras. Like, it would have been set up. Okay, but now we're not saying this is a flying humanoid, though. This is an oh, actual no. human being. This is a human in a jetpack. A China Airlines crew reported seeing what appeared to be someone in a jetpack at an approximate altitude of 6,000 feet, Ooh. about seven miles northeast of Los Angeles International Airport. And the, the truth, I listened to it, and it's yeah. the pilot being like, do you have something on your radar? And... Just to hear the flight tower say, which also sent chills up my spine, they were like, was it a UAV or was it a jetpack? That's what they literally nailed it. That's what they narrowed it down to at LAX. They just basically showed up. Did you see a UFO or a jetpack? That's how fucking nuts shit has gotten in the sky. And the, yeah. they said, yes, it was a man in a jetpack. And then what they said, only in LA. Only in LA. Wow. Now I'm trying to figure out how high a person can fly. Before their brain explodes, apparently the highest a jetliner can fly is 60,000 feet. That was on the Concorde. And then now it's around 50,000 feet. That's what the jets fly. But what can a human being, if you're just in a jetpack... Well, How high can you go? 6,000 feet's like... Uh, that is doable. That's that what these like operate at. Feet. Yeah, it is a lot of feet. Don't you get sick? I don't know. I wonder how he feels afterwards. I imagine he feels jubilant. Is it because he can only take off? Does he need to run a bunch before he takes off? I'm going to say, honestly, I don't know a lot about the flight of jetpacks. If you have any information. Is it the safest place to have a jetpack near an an airport? It's actually very dangerous, I imagine. This is for attention. We're going to find out who this is eventually. And I'm going to throw out a couple of names. Right. Who who do you who's top suspects? Top suspects right now. Right who now. is the person who is Herman Cain's not dead. He's you in the think jet it's pack. Herman Cain with a jetpack? That's very possible. Um, I, cor- I know for some reason the, the name Brian Doyle Murray came up, but the, that, that's not him. Wow, Brian Doyle. Brian Austin Green. It could be. What about uh, Michael Anthony Hall. Oh, Anthony yeah. Michael Hall? No, Anthony Michael Hall's yeah. got a kind of a career sur- resurgence going on because he did the Saw movies. He did a bunch of shit. That's right. He is in the Saw movies. I don't. I just said like a career resurgence and I realized that was fucking 15 years ago. It's I'm a, I'm for a, us it is. Yes. He's always go Once you do a Saw movie, you live forever you in live cinema. Forever. But it's the, the I, there is an influencer. That is doing this, and we don't oh, know what it'll it be is. Like, yo, but so if Logan you know Paul. anything about the maintenance or how jetpacks work, or if you have a jetpack or you've got footage of this, side stories lpotl at gmail.com. I want to know. But this is, I we're just in the it's cool, craziest though. times. We're just in the craziest times that I've ever experienced. Well, it's just interesting, you know, when we talk about UFOs and stuff like that. It's it's just fun to look up to the skies and see what's going on up there. We oh, don't yeah, have a lot fucking, going on anymore. Look up to the skies. I got some rosin joints from from the the uh, that uh, weed company, Classy, giving us my buddy Leiden. Yeah. Fucking, that'll help you see some. Whoops. I smoked a shatter joint for the first time, and it's Ooh. really strong. And I can't believe that anyone Ooh. smokes a whole one of those. Oh yeah, dude. Like does Snoop Dogg. Like the smoke, I know that he smokes obviously, like he and Willie, although I'm not sure. But do you think it's it's not shatter? 
No, I imagine that it is, they probably smoke like I do. I have levels of smoke where every day if I wake up yeah. and I'm particularly depressed or like I'm particularly anxious, like, you know, I do vape in the morning. <laughs> Big old sativa in the yeah. morning, right? To keep it going, keep put, put a smile on your face, you get to, it, keep your arches up. Yeah, and then d- during the day, but also if I'm having like a dinner party or like having people over, I have like mid weed that is uh, makes you talkative, doesn't make you fall asleep. That's the goal. Something like a sativa leaning hybrid that yes. you want to like throw out. I imagine something like that, or I imagine he has a big old pails and pails of just fucking regs that he lights up those blunts with because Could that's be. what we used to roll blunts with. Was just like whatever is that essentially like. I imagine he's not smoking dirt weed, but like no. five steps above dirt weed that you could smoke in mass quantities and still do your shit. Yeah, I mean, I would think so. Uh, oh, and I want to talk about uh, also a buddy, my buddy Matt Staggs sent oh, yes. me a video of John Keel on David Letterman. Speaking of flying humanoids, John Keel was the one who like basically broke the Mothman story. He wrote the Mothman prophecies, if was, you remember, Kessel. Okay, how was. What was Letterman's treatment like? Oh, he was incredibly... Um, th- that's what I was going to say. It's so sad how... This is 1980. John Keel's on there, and he brought his Bigfoot plaster, like, he brought the Bigfoot foot plaster in, some pictures of Loch Ness Monster, and it's just so sad to watch one of the most respected men in ufology and parapsychology and anonymous, uh, and anomalous studies just be... D- David Letterman. Lambasted. Just David Letterman just obviously having a good time with him. And John Keel is trying to be legit, but he's a nerd. And there's really nothing. To, that's a problem with ufologists. As soon as you put them on camera, they lose a lot of the mystique. They lose the mystique. Well, speaking of camera, Henry, this is a story that I want to talk to you about. You, remember, you know that show Naked and Afraid? I watch it all the time. You do? Yes, but I'm not one. Natalie and I love Naked and Afraid. It's one of our Shut Our Brains Off shows, but we are not one of the couples that says like, oh, oh, I can do it. I know that if I even spent 15 minutes naked and afraid, <laughs> I would have been like, actually, I'm going to have to pull out. Yeah, I'm naked and afraid. If I'm, if I'm naked, I am always afraid. It's never good. Do you know who Brandon Pope is? Why does this that guy, sound familiar? I'm showing you the picture here. Oh yeah, this guy. Okay, Henry. So oh, this yeah, guy. Oh yeah, he's. I know this. Naked, he's a, that's a naked and afraid fucking superstar. Naked and afraid's Brandon Pope charged with voyeurism <laughs> after allegedly you really t- walked me into this. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be after, crime. Yeah, it wasn't going to be good. <laughs> it's a crime podcast. Okay, so he was charged with voyeurism, which is kind of ironic given that he's the star of Naked and Afraid <laughs> after allegedly taping teen in a bath. Isn't that something? But shouldn't that just be pedophilia? Yeah, it, man. Vo- voyeurism to me just means like, like you're like you're really interested. Like the chick, well, who, the I chick see, who busted the priest for banging those two other people. That starts as a voyeur. Yeah, that yes. starts as voyeurism, and also like peeping Tom or like what kind of do the idea of you're like a lurker on cam. That's, yes. that satisfies your voyeur itch. Well, one of your favorite celebrities, Henry, he's currently detained. He's he is not one, one of, of Henry Zabrowski's favorite celebrities. Not anymore. Detained. Not anymore. He's <laughs> off the list. Jeffrey Tubin, off the list. He is. He is at the Howard County Detention Center where he where he is behind bars. Uh, sources told the TMZ the 42 year old, whose full name is David Brandon Pope, was accused re- of recording a female teenager family member it doesn't get more disgusting the person who was inside the house called authorities so he like none of this was in his episode (laughs) of naked and afraid i none of this was in that he honestly he was great with the tools he helped build the hut 
That was huge. But, uh, Obviously, what, he was a huge asset at the time on the episode. What what camera did he bring in there? Was it like when Oswald was escorted uh, out by the police? Was he wheeling something in there? I How don't know. obvious is this guy doing this? It's probably a phone. He probably put it behind the tissue box. It's disgusting. But also, I wonder, did he just dress up as a big bush? And he just decided his time in the jungle made him like a, a oh, he's a hunter cat. Well, according to the Southwest Arkansas Radio, oh my God, that's our job in the future. Soon, no, you, Southwest you're just saying Arkansas we're going to end up once we all, once we all pull a tubing <laughs> and we end up down there. That's, oh yeah, it'll happen. All you have to do is not masturbate on a Zoom call. That's all you have to do. It is so much easier not to masturbate on a Zoom call. 60 years old, still good. Got it. Okay. According to Southwest Arkansas Radio, which must have had an int, I would love to hear their take on this. As a matter of fact, I'm technically plugging different things, but uh, I, I'm assuming that they're better than us. I don't know why. I just feel like there's well, they something are like a news organization. That's what they. I mean, it's the Southwest yeah, Arkansas Radio. Aren't we technically broadcasters? Yeah, we are professional broadcasters. That's my title. Uh, and yours. Wow. Pope was charged with two counts of video voyeurism after deputies said they found videos of the new teenager on his cell phone while investigating Pope's residence. Authorities reportedly found a hole drilled under the doorknob of the bathroom door that was seemingly the angle he was recording the videos. A representative from the Howard County Sheriff's Office, again, oh my God, and it talks about how it's Everybody Henry's- just needs to masturbate more often. We, everybody has to- I ma- think that's the problem often. in no, this case. This is the, can't, you, can't you imagine? Same thing with the Tubin story, right? Where, yes, in the moments before you come, you are probably, you are the most primal, uh, un- unrepentant, nihilistic you'll ever be in the, the sheer seconds before you come. But once you come and the reason comes flooding back, can't you just, don't you want that reason? Don't you want that cold, calm reason? Where at some point, when you are actively drilling a hole into the bathroom of your niece, <laughs> why can't you just oh, God, say so to yourself, hey, Stop. Why don't we just pause here for a second? Uh, Why don't I just jerk off? It takes and somebody then I who would will go stop on. This. It's because this is someone who would go on a show like Naked and Afraid at 42 years old and show off his, his body. No, some people are trying to challenge themselves because they had leukemia. Well, Some people are ex-cops trying to show the world that, you know, that, oh, I can, not, yeah, I'm a cop on the streets, but also I can be a man in the jungle. Some people uh, are like a woman <laughs> who's lost her arm, and she says, I want to show everybody that, yeah, I could still have one arm and survive. So there's a lot of stories well, within Naked and Afraid that are actually very positive. All right, good to hear. Season 11, episode 21, <laughs> that's when Pope appeared on Naked and Afraid. Uh, it was in April, and the episode was entitled Ring of Fire, oh. uh, which I, by the way, if you have not had the flaming hot baked ruffles, you have to. We're not even being paid by them. It is. They are so good, dude. Are they but that anyway, good? I don't no, really they like. Are so I'm going to say right now because we're not being paid money by them. I don't like baked lace. Oh, I don't like baked lace. Oh, I'm <laughs> mad at you. I'm glad I finally could flip this on you after last week on the stream when you had the gall to tell me you don't like calzones. Ah, well, it's just get a pizza. Um, all right. Well, it's entitled Ring of Fire. Uh, Pope was one of the survivalists competing in, quote, the frigid Bulgarian mountains. It's a very good episode, honestly. Uh, well, did he win or lose? Oh, he survived. He, no, I mean, they don't die. Well, they made it through. He made it through. To oh, the I end. see. So that's so you'd like tap out. 
you can tap out if you're fucking pussy. But do they? Is this like? Is it like um, uh, Survivor, where they stay in a hotel at night? Don't no, they, no, 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 no. It's like pretty sur- legit. Okay, Naked and Afraid is pretty legit. I mean, there is obviously cameras there, so you can't really die. And if you have a, a some sort of reaction, often there's been a couple of episodes where people have gotten an infection or like a crazy and gotta, fucking thing, yeah. and then the doctor comes in and airlifts them out. But Natalie and I are both like, um, I'm at most a glamper. Like I'm at mo that is as far as you can get me. I need a bed and I need a toilet for me to enjoy any stretch of time. I, can I can't do, sleep on the ground. Can do it, okay. I can do more traditional camping if Walmart is in the plans. When you stop at a Walmart and you get everything, you need a machete, you get yep. a BB gun, get a little inflatable mattress. Uh, and then, of course, you also have to just get totally hammered. And then you can camp. You could do it. Yes. And if there's a stream uh, nearby. Sure. I think you'd love it. All right, this next story. Speaking of streams, we got this, this crazy... Is a piss story? What's going on? No, Speaking honestly, of it's streams. not even a piss story. I don't know why I segue like that. <laughs> I'm a professional broadcaster. Professional broadcaster. How dare, you def- how dare you call into question my ability to segue? I never would, buddy. This got nothing. There's no piss in this. Great. I love this. Every article should just have that as a caveat. Because you know you'll stumble on one that doesn't have it as a caveat, and you'll be like, wow, there has to be piss in that. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? Holy shit. There's extra piss in this story. Weird. Now, this story, I I am in love with this story. And of course, this story takes us to the beautiful state of Alaska. This Alaska's crazy, y'all. I would love to go to Alaska. I wanted to. We want to do a live show in Anchorage, real bad. I would love to do it. Please book us, um, because I feel like COVID's not there. Why do I feel like Alaska is more foreign than Australia? It is. Well, it's because they're very isolated yeah. and they, you know, when we talk about, we did our Richard Hansen episodes, oh, like yes. these are the, people that go, the baker, these are frontier people. Still, these are real frontier people, but we have listeners out in Anchorage and book us. Tell us where we should go. We'd Absol- love to go. I, I, totally. Now, this is the story. This story comes from the Alaska landmine. The, these Which people is, are, by I, the way, the greatest name ever for it. a newspaper. I love it. I can't speak to the rest of the newspaper and what it covers, but yeah, no I will idea. say this story is a fucking get. All right. A booze-infused cookie business, uh-huh. a rogue reporter, and an escort. Jeez. The downfall of Anchorage Mayor Ethan Berkowitz. Oh. <laughs> this comes from reporters Jeff Landfield with Pax and Wilbur. You just get the feeling if he could ever go back in time, and they were like, though this is going to be a headline about you, and then it's just like, you never want to hear a, booze fu- a booze-infused cookie business, a rogue reporter, and an escort, and then it's like, the downfall of you. Yeah, I and you're like, how the hell did How I did I get, I get here? How did I get here? So this starts on Friday night. Okay. At so 12, this is just a five-day run. This is a five-day run. Okay. On Friday night, October 9th, 12.09 p.m., Fox ABC reporter. Try to stick along with this story. It's very complicated. Maria <laughs> Athens. This is a truly a no, complicated it story. It's the most complicated headline I've ever seen. Maria Athens. She's a reporter. Okay. She claimed on the Anchorage mayor, she posted, it, this is true, it, it used the word breathless to describe her video, and it, it's, it's true. It is a panicked video that they put out oh, from I the newsroom. Was, I thought it was like, she's so beautiful. It's breath- No. Okay, she is breathless. She is literally like, <laughs> like she looks like she ran a mile. Okay. She posted on the official fa- on her official Facebook page, claiming that an Anchorage mayor, Ethan Berkowitz, had his male genitalia posted on an underage girl's website. No! Athens did not explain the nature of the website or provide evidence for the shocking and bizarre accusation, right? Saying that the, the story was going to be on that night, right? Saying Berkowitz immediately puts out a statement saying the allegations are slanderous, categorically false, blah, blah, blah. 
Cut to 3.32 p.m. Three hours later, the reporter posted a photo of the backside of a man, presumably intended to be Berkowitz, with the headline, Proof, Mayor Ethan Berkowitz, hashtag, Take That Hater. Take That Hater. And it was a photo of a man, the only way I'd describe him as, is Jeffrey Epstein-esque, with a, it's just a bad photo. It's got salt and pepper hair. It does, but it showed a back of his back and down to his butt. I have to say. you see his blurred out little Alaskan butt, where at 442, Athens posted this is more revealing version of the same photo with the headline, nice try damage control. Certainly first lady killer Mara Kimmel can confirm that this is her husband's hairy ass. And the bathroom tiles, right? So you see this photo. So everyone's like, holy shit. The mayor's office is flipping out. It's exploding (laughs) across social media. It's going wild and like it okay. is really, really intense. Right? I just have to say this about this man's little. He's got like he's got a Kissel took us where it just kind of his it, body just sort of no, bleeds into a butt. Mine too. And then it gets right out of there. I am more. I have more shoulders than I do ass. But so it's, it's like I go down. Actually, I'm built like a comma. Also, I have never seen someone take a sexy picture. From with the back, it's the back this, of his head, his well, back, and his butt. But how do you even angle the? You know the what camera? this looks like? It's very hard. We'll get to this. Okay. This looks like one of the. Do you ever take a picture? Were you ever like scratch like a pimple or something on your back, and you want to know if you've either made it bleed or if it's like a I'm big sure you got to explore. Cancer. Sure. Yeah. And I'll take a bunch of like on my phone. You'll look and find a bunch of weird pictures of just my ass and the <laughs> back of my head. Just me trying to find out if a skin tag is cancer. Ah, uh, I don't think I have. No, I don't have that. I. You could look through my entire portfolio on my camera my role no you would not see any pictures of that interesting yeah. maybe you should try maybe i should actually see I what's go going to the on in your back no, i've never seen your back um really well i don't look at it i'll show it to you one day <laughs> and i'll fucking show it to you <laughs> uh, i can't wait to get soon back as, on as the, soon road as I'm the mayor of this town all right so many denounce berkowitz they're all just being like disgusting have no clue what they're talking about didn't even know what it meant as by underage girls website that nothing was clarified okay right? So things got weirder. This is all on Friday. That afternoon, the reporter, Maria Athens, was arrested for criminal misdemeanor assault. Athens apparently retacked Scott Centers, the general manager for Coastal Television Broadcasting, her boss, who also happened to be her boyfriend, right? What? She attacked him, slapped him. Centers called the police. According to the source of the Anchorage Police Department, Athens acted erratically and then attacked a police officer outside of the station, Uh leading her to be arrested. So she got put into jail. This was Friday. Just getting started, according to the article. Okay. Saturday morning, a Twitter thread appeared from a, from a, this is a moniker from a OnlyFans sex worker named Redhead Ray. Oh. Ray's post proved to be the key that unlocked everything. This is according to the authors. Redhead Ray worked as a model on OnlyFans. Now, she seemed to be, she is the daughter of a woman named Molly Blakely, who's an Anchorage woman who sells super cute booze-infused cookies. You know, the sweet and the booze. There was an ice cream stop, uh, an ice cream shop in Brooklyn where they had boozy ice cream. Yeah. Can't do it. I am not a huge fan of boozy ice cream, but give me a boozy milkshake. Yeah. Now, in this Twitter thread, this comes out of nowhere. Ray explains that she worked as a non-sexual escort in Alaska in 2018. Um, what does that mean? You go fishing and she said it's more like date, like truly an escort that she'd go on dates with guys. Right, right? Have a nice time. So according Blakely found out, this is her mother, found out that Ray 
was escorting and she was unhappy. According to Ray, she told her mom that her favorite client that she had fun with was a short man who, quote unquote, worked for the state of Alaska. If you couldn't uh, mention my height every time you mentioned my I name, I just wish you'd stop saying like how I'm short I am. I'm just a man. I am just a man. And honestly, most of them were just sitting to dinner and you don't even know how short I am. Yeah, and if you think about like different people, like different time frames, 5'5 five five was actually normal. big in like the 1800s. It was normal. It's how they needed to live in order to have the nutrients. So on Twitter, Ray then goes on to say that her mom oh. happened to be doing this press junket where she's doing this rollout for this- Of her booze cookies. These booze cookies that she's getting this sort of deal with like Nestle Tollhouse, right? She's getting this oh, deal with- huge. It's a huge deal. Oh so my God, a lot Nestle's getting into the booze biz. And Look so out, Anheuser-Busch. She was doing this- this fucking on Friday when all this okay. was breaking out, she was doing this like th- this bullshit with this uh, reporter. Jesus, Ray goes on to say that the rant. mom she was doing an interview with with the reporter, the original reporter about her booze, booze infused cookies. During the interview, Athens had apparently expressed her disdain for Ethan Berkowitz, the mayor of Ankara. Not Ethan Bur is it Ethan Berkowitz? It is Ethan, Ethan Berkowitz. Berkowitz. Okay, right. Blakely asked Athens out of nowhere, "Hey, was Berkowitz short?" Is he a short guy? Athens responded, yes. Yes, Ethan Berkowitz is a short guy. Okay. Blakely then decided to make the jump in logic, saying that the short man, her daughter, who was 18 as an escort, was Ethan Berkowitz. That's the only evidence she had? Yes. And she went immediately to the camera? Well, it was an off-the-record conversation. But it seems like it was pretty on the record. But it started, It became she immediately on the record. She put it on the record immediately. She apparently, according to Redhead Ray on, twi- on Twitter, basically saying, my mom is a drama, she's a fucking drama queen. I wouldn't, and want, likes my getting attention. Co- I wouldn't want my booze cookies made by anything other than a drama queen. No. Like, I mean, that's who I want. I want Absolutely. somebody who's in the center of the shit. Because want- what makes you loose lips sink ships? Absolutely. Booze-filled you- cookies. Booze-filled <laughs> cookies. Booze-filled cookies. But if you are someone, you're 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 living you are you're living the Sarah Palin stereotype, right? You're a housewife. Yep. You're in Anchorage. You're like I'm doing everything right, but I like to have a little booze in my cookies. Me too, and, and a little oxy money. every morning. Oh, unfortunately, that's also true. Every morning, no. Of Stick course, with so the this booze is and Saturday. The okay. So all this comes out on Saturday. Um, so they're basically saying the, the uh, Redhead Ray actually had an interview with the author, uh, which is very interesting. If you look, if you go to the Alaska landmine and listen to it, Redhead Ray does sound like, and I agree with the author, saying it sounds like the only person to be credible in any way, shape, or form <laughs> talking about the story. Being like, okay. that's all I said. Short man who worked for the state of Alaska. I didn't say he was in politics. I didn't say he was anything. I just said it was a short man. My mom Could've took been it around with it. But- She's got a vendetta against the mayor, and so does this reporter, right? Oh, my goodness. What we're going to find out is that people were trying to find out more and more about Blakely, the mom, right? A little bit more. What's what's deep into, What's going how on? How do we know? Shortly before my interview with Ray, I learned that Blakely is Andy Kreiner's half-sister. Oh, who the hell is Andy Kreiner? Okay. This is just... I mean, this <laughs> is... I, there this needs is to be so, a show about this. this there has to be a so, television show about this. So Alaska Goss. Now, this is like Alaska Goss Corner. Andy Kreiner okay. refused to comply when Ethan Berkowitz, the mayor of Anchorage, ordered limitations on indoor restaurant dining due to COVID. Okay. So... Blakely and Andy Kreiner are family. And Kreiner's Diner, it remained open for dining service against Kreiner's the wishes. Diner. Yes, against <laughs> the wishes of the mayor. Okay. Right? So the the Kreiner family has become a symbol of defiance in the news 
to Berkowitz. If so you look at on Facebook on the Alaska landmine, they're making a very big, and it's a massive Trump Pence flag in the front <laughs> of the diner. So all of this shit, it's very, very interesting. So they're not getting back to comment, right? Okay. So Blakely's obviously saying, I didn't make it up for attention. Well, okay. So that's Sunday. All of that kind of comes to a head on Sunday. All right, let's just do a three-day recap. Friday starts. We hear, whoa, the mayor, he's showing his ding-dong in his butt to an underage girl. Now she beats up her boyfriend, who is also her manager. This yes. is the person, okay, who is also her. She's boss. in jail this whole time. She's in jail this whole time. And then the daughter, her- the daughter of an, the source of this story, is a sex worker, right? For OnlyFans, OnlyFans for OnlyFans, right? She used to be a full-on escort. Now she is a OnlyFans model. So her Saturday- mother, it makes booze-infused cookies and goes on she a was, Saturday morning show. She went on a Friday morning show to talk and ended up talking shit about the mayor. With this reporter, who they all now are going to be reveal of like why? So why did the reporter freak out about yes, this? Yes, what right? the heck is going on here? Athens was arraigned on Saturday and was set to be released on Monday. At this point, it's still unclear whether the photo that she because she posted this photo. Yes, they don't know whether or not it's Ethan Berkowitz or not. We just know it's a gray-haired man, kind of looks short by the look of you. Look at his shoulders know, I look to his short butts. like I don't that. Know. But you know, we don't know if it is. An apology comes out Monday morning, four thirty p.m. from the mayor's office saying. I apologize to the people of Anchorage for a major lapse in judgment I made several years ago when I had a consensual, inappropriate messaging relationship with reporter Maria Athens. So he was fucking Maria Athens for three years, and she has become a jilted ex-lover. Oh, so so she she had this picture ready to go. Yes, she had this picture, unleashed it, because it apparently, I guess it means it definitely is him, right? She then, during this whole point, apparently... So she's doing revenge porn. <laughs> she's getting, she's going full-on revenge. And then I want you to listen to the unhinged email. So this is a voicemail okay. that reporter Maria Athens left on the private cell phone of Mayor Berkowitz. This I'm, is what she, that she left. I'm already scared. Listen to this fucking voicemail that she left when she found out this story that she was going to break this story when this woman said I think actually the person my daughter's dating is the mayor of Anchorage but she just said it's a short person yep. that works in Alaskan it just government jumped. it just jumped listen to this story Ethan it's Maria Athens from Fox ABC CW who's that national Alaska uh, I just learned through my uh, Emmy award winning journalism you're also a pedophile in like little girls and children and there's a website Jesus. I'm so fucking exposing you i'm gonna get an emmy so you either turn yourself in kill yourself or do what you need to do i will personally kill you and mark himmel my goddamn self you jewish piece of living fucking shit you have met your match motherfucker you have met your motherfucking match i can't believe i am such a good person and thought i loved you i fucking hate i don't even hate you i will pray for your zionist fucking ass you piece of shit loser and i'm putting this on the news tonight bye have a great friday you motherfucker i am am, wow this is i'm just i'm sticking with dogs that's what I am doing. I am sticking with hanging you gotta out with dogs. You got to be careful, man. Holy you hell. You got to be careful. I that mean, was one of the most interesting. What was that? Was that 60 seconds? I That was a roller coaster, my friend. Yeah. And she even snuck. You got everything. They went you got to the go affair. Eat. But you listen, got, you oh, got there's anti-Semitism there. There's in there. even more. There's even more. Strangely after, Blakely's falsing. When, they, when this all went down, 
Um, oh my God. So they, they had this, they had their meeting where she was going through, she's trying to find, cause now Blakely is backpedaling a huge amount because she's That's about the to, cookie gal. yeah, because her deal is now coming into question because of all of this bullshit. She's fucking up her own booze yes. cookie deal. Yes, she is. Now, oh my God. Blakely falsely told Athens that her daughter was an escort for Berkowitz. They headed over to Kreiner's Diner. So they went to the <laughs> diner to eat. <laughs> the according, only diner open. Yep. According to screenshots of texts sent by Blakely to her daughter, Athens had an emotional breakdown at Kreiner's. <laughs> Blakely claims that Athens had a, had the three-year affair with the mayor. Now, this is what she's saying. Okay, just know she is super unstable. Was even yelling the F word in Kreiner's. And people were calling her out on Facebook and she was cussing them out too. This was the reason I called to tell you she lost her mind. Apparently, she had a three-year affair with him, and he never left his wife. So she oh just my. dropped it. She didn't know what she was doing. She thought it was like little gossip. Yeah, but she just fucking put Ooh. the fuel rod Whoa. into the reactor. <laughs> so now this is not. This is it. Continues. Whoa. I received a Facebook message from Sarha Shabak, who grew up with Blakely on the Kenai Peninsula, right, as in a childhood friend, trying to get more information about okay. Blakely. She provided me with the additional audio recordings and screenshots of her, con- her conversations with Blakely. But she wanted to you know the, the problem was that she didn't want to get involved because uh, Schaubach runs Northern Exposure, which is Alaska's only BDSM and sex educational conference. So she runs this like, <laughs> and S&M also, conference. I mean, you know they need booze cookies there. Absolutely. That's a great that's a place. You have, you have an orgy, have some booze cookies, have a nice time with it. Oh my God. But we Do have to now, but now Athens has been released from jail. So far has been silent on social media about this whole thing. We're going to find out where this all goes to. Uh, technically, I oh, think. Oh, and he immediately resigned. So Ethan Berkowitz has resigned being mayor so he's out mic drop yep he he's could out. have survived this i don't know i think at the some point virginia just being governor like, was accused of doing blackface and then moonwalked at a press conference and got away with it i didn't know how to moonwalk it's a governor of freaking virginia this guy's a mayor of a small town he'd be fine you know what would have saved him if he knew how to do the worm well he was saved he's doing oh this guy ethan berkowitz i mean yes the affair is bad are you but already it wasn't the end of his office. second term the statutory limit um, they were going to have a new mayor, so they're about to have. Oh, a, I see. The, the, so that's what they're trying to figure out. They were they're in the middle of an election. Oh, I see. I want to know more about this. If you know anything about this, please oh, email side stories lpotl at gmail.com. I just went through a bunch of facts. I just, I, I obviously I read a bunch from the article alaskalandmine.com. Go and check them out. I don't know what else is on there, but just go and check them out because I did use well, you know, quite a bit the, of their and information. And one of the interesting parts here, so the Anchorage Assembly held a meeting on Tuesday night. Berkowitz was not there. Uh, Chief of Staff Jason uh Bakkenstadt, he read the statement. Uh, the meeting got close to uh, coming unglued and degenerated from there. One public commentator told the assembly that the assembly's, quote, satanic laws will be, quote, cast into the fire, further stating that the municipality's sister city's commission, which I currently chair, that's the author of this story, had made Anchorage, quote, the world's best brothel. That's so people have issues there. Locality. But honestly, no, I know that there is uh, there is a large sex worker community in in Alaska specifically because there are so much yeah. there's seasonal workers. And I, but I don't think these people are happy about it because then local personality. Oh, who they would, should just get over themselves. What a bunch well, of drips. I agree with that. Local personality Dustin Darden. He just read Bible passages warning of the dangers of fornication. So now that I'm understanding the constituents, I understand a little bit more Berkowitz just kind of being like, I'm going to go. 
Oh yeah, yeah. He's just like, fuck why it. deal with it? Why he's deal like, with fuck it? it? You know what? Y'all want to go crazy? I'm out. Oh. I had an affair, which was wrong, and he came out and said it. But he didn't deserve to necessarily be called a pedophile. Yeah. Oh my God. And this is what I was talking about when it comes to the radio show. Anchorage Politico, Bernadette Wilson, who used to host a talk show uh, with Berkowitz. Uh, this is what she had to say. Uh, she said. It was definitely a little awkward to be told to wear a mask by a guy who didn't even wear pants. <laughs> I'm so mad. So I'm this, so mad. We're just sliding like into nonsense. So much. It is so much. It is. Um, wow. I just love all the layers. Each one is perfect. Each one is cooked to perfection. Wow. Yes. And Blakely's boo- booze-infused cookie dough. Nestle, might, I'm sorry. She might have dropped the ball. I tell you what. It makes me not want to get that booze-infused cookie dough. It makes me want to go looking for some other place to get my booze-infused cookie dough. Yeah, which I, is, you know how I normally do it? You get a bunch of flour. You get a bunch of eggs. Yeah. And you get a bunch of rum. Oh, and you fucking just eat it in your house. You can make rum balls. Ever had rum balls? I've had rum balls. Yeah, I've been thinking about those They're recently. Not good though. You don't like rum balls? I don't like rum balls. There's cinnamon in them. Oftentimes no, there's cinnamon in them. But I like them with the nuts in them. I like a pecan. I like all the molasses in them. Well, now we are just talking about things you love in a rum ball. <laughs> I will. All right. Well, I think it's about time for hero of the week. And honestly, every single person in that story we just told was kind of hero of the week mm. um, in a strange way. Other than maybe Miss Athens, who turned, I think she turned out to be the villain. Who's the villain? I don't know. I'm going to say, <laughs> I don't know who the villain is, but I know that the victim is the people of Anchorage. <laughs> that is for damn sure. All right. Well, let's do hero of the week. This one, not necessarily something that people would think I would choose, but plane passenger caught smuggling gold nuggets in the rectum to avoid paying taxes. This is according to Air- this is ac- an American. <laughs> At least I know Humphrey. Well, my friend, we're actually going to India. We're going to Dubai specifically. Uh-oh. A dude was walking oddly, as you can imagine, he would be because he had two <laughs> oh, pounds. Was he fucking yeah, he was he was turkey ducking it. He was turkey ducking it. He had two pounds of gold bullion shoved wow. up his asshole, <laughs> and so the guy was like, "Oh my god, he doesn't want to avoid. He wants to." avoid an 18% tax oh, on yeah, his ta- precious nuggets. Oh, this is not even I thought that this was about like um, like hiding your income. No, this is about trying not to get custom tax when he you're just going to get which is oh, a lot. Okay. So basically it is a lot to put two pounds of gold up your asshole. That, look at the t- look at these. Well, and the thing is when you see the gold you can see how it would be very uncomfortable wow, because it's just very Wow. How long are those fucking he must have really I think honest, he was ducktailing it. I he think must he, have been fucking touching his prostate with this. Can you imagine coming with gold rod up your butt? That's that's things of kings. That's when I when I retire. I suppose so. Officials at the Air Intelligence Unit mined the stash worth about sixty thousand dollars from the unidentified smuggler's butt. Another passenger on the same flight was caught carrying more than three pounds of gold, uh, though officials did not disclose where he did it. No, I just had mine in a bag like he a normal did, person. Yeah, the gold was hidden in the traveler's underwear as well. So uh, this is really common and I don't know why this person is hero of the week but I'm making him hero of the week because you know what he did what he had to do and yeah he got busted and the dude is like really not happy because now everyone's like aren't you the dude who had two pounds of gold up his butthole and then he has to be like yeah 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 and then I don't know if he has to pay more or not but he's still gonna pay taxes I feel like now you have to pay all of the fees that you're gonna get anyway and you're gonna have to go to court you're gonna have to do all this shit then you just you got yourself used to the, the feeling of being massaged on your prostate 
elevate by gold and now that's your standard? Yep. You're literally the gold standard now? It is indeed. It's a dookie standard, but somebody's got to have it. And my friend, you are here of the week just for the attempt to not pay taxes. In a strange way, I don't know. Dubai seems to be doing very well. Um, no, it's not actually. It's a. It's, uh, it's all fake. It's, it's all fake money. There, they are a money laundering city. Is that right? Yep. Really? They, don't they have the world's tallest building though? Yeah, it's all built on slave labor. Dubai. And, uh, yeah, it's all built on slave labor. It's sla- like you, they. It's essentially slave labor and um, just the funneled money of terrorists from many different countries. Why did you come with all of this Dubai information? Like you just snapped right into this. I just know a lot about Dubai. Why? Because I've researched moving there. <laughs> when? Okay. Speaking of your own freaking tax plans, which we constantly have to be like, no, Anthony, like our business managers, like you they take care of They won't let me not. They won't. They make me be a good. Because your ideas are like your father's ideas. What about Cayman Island? What about the Cayman Islands? It's no, like, my father think- never thought about that. My father literally was just like, you know, do, do the old Wolf of Wall Street thing, man. Fucking go, go line your pants with dollar bills. That makes all the sense in the world. Take it to Switzerland. Absolutely. So no. here of the week putting that gold up your butt congrats buddy good work uh, i hope you had a little bit of fun there while you did it i really hope that you did um one thing that we did not address is the controversy last week about ben kissel what being from the midwest and not oh pronouncing my the god name of the grocery store oh, correctly jeez i can't even believe i didn't have myers when i was i grew up in wisconsin okay not all the midwest is the same meyer i never had we had cops we had we had all the other ones but it's the only thing people could talk about about the episode. The, really? Yes. There were some people who said they enjoyed it with, despite that. I think that if the, for those of you they that were could, brave thank enough you. to get past it. Thank you. But yes, it is Myers. And I, I honestly think for that, we need to do some sort of Midwest apology. You need some form of Midwest apology. I think we need what? to like, you need to eat like five pounds of cheese in a sitting. People in the Midwest are supposed to be very nice. Forgive me. I know, but I feel like mostly, but I've heard about... Yeah, they, they hold are nice. Grudges, they hold grudges. I am sorry. Now, this, the razor blades and candy situation we an update from last week. It is largely a myth, though there have been instances of food tampering that has led to the overall belief that you can get t- tampered Halloween candy. This also comes from Joel McKean, who's been helping us put together stories for side stories, dude. Thank you so much. Um, it started in Halloween 1959 oh. when a dentist laced candy with a laxative and made 30 kids out of 450, which is actually not a great ratio, um, shit themselves and put a kid in the hospital. Dentist did this? Yes, a dentist did this. Of course a dentist did this. Of course, because they are anti-candy because of the cat. Wow, that's amazing. All right. Well, th- those are a little bit, th- you know, so right now that story seems to linger. But mostly it is urban myth. Really? Dr. William Shine, California dentist. It's a very interesting story. All right, let's get to some listener stories. Can you imagine what the candy is in 1959? I don't know why. I just feel like people just like grab a bunch of slop and put it in your hand. You know what's weird is I actually think that it was better. I think that the candy might have been better and less processed. You know what? I agree with you. I don't like the sugar stuff they put in this now. I don't. Well, I'm not a big milk chocolate guy. I'm a dark chocolate guy because that's what I do. That's how I solve my cravings at night. Oh, Henry also, 1970, Kevin Trost, uh, a uh, five-year-old from Detroit, he went into a coma because someone put heroin in his his candy. That's not Some good. Some people are asking for it. 1974, an eight-year-old kid, he consumed a bunch of pixie sticks with cyanide. Now I'm getting scared. Well, that's why you're but not allowed to go, you don't go trick-or-treating anymore, and they're not doing that this year anyway. I don't think that, I think if I went trick-or-treating, they would just give me the house. 
I mean, they should. They should be yes. like, just leave my wife alone. But don't fear. It looks like 1974 was the last time this happened. I so. mean, let's say this is the year I guess to bring it back. Let's make haunts. Let's make Halloween dangerous again. This is Aww. the time. And if it's COVID's not enough, just start lacing the candy. But you know, give it to only kids you hate. Now here comes listener stories. Okay. The story about the woman stealing haunted tiles from Pompeii reminded me of a similar story in my family. My great-uncle Leroy served in the Army during World War II, specifically the Pacific Theater. As a souvenir, he brought back a small box of gold-capped teeth he'd taken from dead bodies. <laughs> For unknown reasons, Uncle Leroy decided to keep this box of teeth in his bedside table. I don't know how long the box was in the nightstand, but Leroy started to hear voices. His, vo- his wife was unbothered. He was kept awake at night by these bodiless voices. I don't know how he eventually came to the conclusion the voices were coming from the box of teeth. But one morning, he walked in his backyard and threw the box into a nearby creek. He never heard the voices again. He just re-killed them. He did. My question is this, and it's kind of a real question, I guess. SideStoriesLPOTL at gmail.com. When it comes to hauntings, residual hauntings, something like this, um, can you... So a tooth, it doesn't have to actually be a biological part of the person's body. If you stole some gold out of someone's tooth, or do you have the teeth with them? It was them? the teeth with them. Well, why didn't he melt it down? Because it, it sounded like it wasn't for the gold. It was to have gold. It was to have the teeth of dead people. Did he kill all the people? I don't know. It sounds like he might have just pulled them out of dead corpses. Huh. Okay. I mean, I have a bunch of human teeth in my house. But that's just because our fans love us. Man, we have a lot. We have one of the weirder gifts, but also very sweet. We got some of these baby teeth. But I feel like it was it's a lot. It is a lot. But Nothing. hey, you know, I'll take I'll take validation. I don't think I'm gonna keep my baby's teeth if I ever have a baby. I don't I don't know what the I don't think I'll ever keep the baby. <laughs> I was just trying to get rid of the teeth. Well, you threw away the whole baby. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Get this out of here. I wondered if you or any listeners have had sleep paralysis experiences similar to what I've had of late. I've had insomnia, nightmares, and sleep paralysis for as long as I can remember. As a kid, I was terrified to sleep at night because of the colony of monsters, which looked exactly like the rat puppet from the ferals. Oh, yeah. Look at this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's creepy. Under my bed would come out and accost me. I made up a bunch of silly rules that I would chant my head every night until I eventually passed out. Stuff like, they can't get me if it's after midnight, if the hallway light is on, if dad's still awake watching TV, kid logic. Yeah, that makes sense. I think the dad watching TV thing works. Yes, that's what I used to do, even though my like my father came home hammered every night, but I didn't feel comfortable until he got home. Makes sense. That's kind of cute. The rad monsters would torment me in my dreams, some of it tame and only as scary to a child. But I remember more sinister things they would do or say, often sexual. As a shelter child, I had no idea how the topics were in my brain. When I'd have sleep paralysis, I'd get the whole nine yards. Visual, auditory, and tactile hallucinations so real that it's no wonder my insomnia got so bad. Hmm. The monster's standard behavior was thus. They'd slowly approach the back of my head, asleep on my side, taunting me, saying creepy shit and evilly giggling. My eyes would be wide open at this point, and I would be desperately trying to scream or move, or even just shut my eyes. And the monsters seem to notice that because they comment things like, you can't get away, and shit, Ooh. right? And then I'd feel a monster crawl up the back of my head and say, keep your eyes open, keep your eyes open, as if it meant to pop into my line of sight from over my head. Not sure if this makes sense, but the point is I was fucking terrified. Yeah. Now, I haven't had sleep paralysis as intense as this for years, but the other day it happened again. 
This time, I literally punched myself out of it. In my dreams, my flatmate came into my room, talking to me, but I didn't roll over, so my back was facing her the whole time. As she got closer to me, I was becoming more lucid and realized that in reality, I was actually facing the door and my back was to the wall, so it was impossible for her to get behind me. She was still talking, now right behind my head. And I thought, yelled, you can't fucking trick me, I know it's you, as at it. I paused for a second and I braced myself as I knew it was going to grab me. When it did, I felt a shock through my body and a pull from the center of my upper, ba- of my upper back mm. tugging me backwards. The feeling is like a hypnic jerk, like the muscle spasm that you sometimes get just as you're falling asleep, mm-hmm. often startling you awake. Sure. And, as the, and as a kid, this is when I'd be desperately trying to scream. It only had a hold of me for a few seconds before I punched the shit out of it. I think I basically just thrashed myself asleep. But in my mind, I socked a cunt right in the face. Jeez, it must be British. Might, might be. Might be British. Wow, that's a great method for sleep paralysis. It just is. Pu- Why didn't anyone just do that? Punch it. It's hard because sometimes you're paralyzed. I, I understand. Sometimes you can't I move. know. I, it's that's not just a clever I name. I know. I but, know. Wow. This is just a little smattering. And I'm going light on the listener stories because next week yes. we are doing our haunted episode of Listener Passes. And we have such yep. a fetid, rotund, porculent, Ooh, beautiful porculent. pile of listener passes that we're going to regale your ears with. And I promise I'm going to be digging through these. We're looking for the really scary ones. Really scary ones. Thank you all so much you, uh, for anyone that submitted a listener pasta. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. Uh, we are super excited for listener pasta next week. And yes. we're going to keep on going with the spooky Halloween season. And hopefully you're watching some fun horror movies out there. I just rewatched Trick or Treat just for fun. It's, it's just a great a horror great movie. It's such a great horror movie. We're going Popcorn. through all the nightmares right now. It's great. Man, Audition is a great movie that I just watched. Like, you don't want to also bump to the top of like my horror movies what? recently is Carrie. Oh, I rewatched okay. Carrie. Question for you: Was the mom right? No, I think that what you look at is evil begetting evil. With the way I, upon rewatching Carrie, it's a villain biopic where she was abused. And right. Be- if she had found love, almost like the Joker. Yes, I think it's very similar to Joker. Yeah, sure. I, I do believe that if she had found love, if she had a loving mother, she might have used her powers for other things, or maybe they but, would not have activated at all. Okay, my question, first of all, we don't know who the dad is. No, right? never, never we'll mentioned know. it. What if it was a demon father, the mom knew it, and she truly was trying to protect everybody from the daughter? That's why she did the crucifixes everywhere. I feel like that- this is how you start posting to QAnon websites. <laughs> Like, if you start, like, believing in Carrie's mother. By the end of it, the mom, as she's getting those, I love the end of Carrie with the knives as she's getting, like, crucified. But at some point, the mom does have to be like, see? See, you are crazy. Evil, you see? But no, of course, she was very mean to Carrie, and that was not good. Yes, we should have been Carrie nice. was also extremely dangerous. But she might not have been. She might not have been. I don't know. Just rewatch it with that lens. Maybe I don't know. That, maybe, I, I, don't I know. just watched it. Just rewatch it with that lens. I just <laughs> rewatched. All right. I know. Okay, you're right. You're right. Rewatch it with the lens. But this week on Haunt Your House, Twitch TV, twitch.tv slash last podcast network, this Saturday at 6 p.m. Pacific, Yay. 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, we have your hosts, Marcus Parks, Carolina Ooh. Hidalgo Parks, and Ed Larson, watching the movie Bucket of Blood. And this awesome. is for the charity. I 
forget which charity. That- oh, it is. This- We're raising money for Autobar. Autobar in beautiful Baltimore, Maryland. It was you the first place it. they allowed us to perform. They, and, and they are it- suffering heartily like most venues yes. are oh my uh, during God, this guys. time period. So Honestly, and look there, up folks. hashtag being art zero again. I mean, I don't know what to say to everybody. I feel like we got to do our best to take care of each other right now. We're headed into like scarier and scarier times. And I think it's really, really important for everybody to look out for like, we're, we're getting to this, like this fucked up thing because the government's not doing anything that we're all going to have to like choose a business and try to keep it open. Absolutely. Do everything you can for these small businesses. And uh, when it comes to the charities for the Haunter House, thank you all so much for giving. I think we've made around $7,000 total, Close to it. Um, which is just unfreaking believable. believable. So thank you all so much for that. And uh, yeah, absolutely. Hang on in there, y'all. Hail yourselves. Uh, well, yeah, make sure you live your life every day knowing yes. that, yeah, this might not be the funnest Halloween, but next year it could be, we're going to fucking make it the funnest Halloween. No, it's not going to be the funnest Halloween okay. this year, but we're going to make it. Right, and then next year when we're making a fun Halloween, we're gonna fucking laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh, and we're gonna next year we're gonna extend Halloween over Christmas. We're finally gonna put the knee on the throat of Christmas next so year. So you're like if Jack Skellington won, it should have won. A, I talked yeah. about that with Jay Wasley this week on the LPN show. Like straight up, we need to kill Santa Claus. <laughs> We have to do it. And when I kill Santa Claus, you know what I'm going to do? Yeah. I'm going to love. You're going to love Putting it. on that suit. Then you're Santa Claus. No, I'm going to Did you not visit. see the Santa Claus? It literally is you put on the suit. I'm going to take that suit. I'm going to get in the fucking... I'm going to get into the sleigh. I'm going to buy off the reindeer with a bunch of meat. Mm. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to go from home to home to home to home leave a bunch of presents and then when you see all the kids I'm going to wake up all the kids be like look and see and then I'm going to take all the presents back and say that's what you get for being gullible it's a nightmare before Christmas yes that is what yes very creative nightmare <laughs> after Christmas oh that's kind of interesting alright everyone once again hail yourselves hail Satan Magustalations hail me hail uh, me hail yes, hang in there everyone hang up there Hang up. No, do not hang up. That's the difference. Hang in there. Never Mm. hang up there. You're right, actually. Yeah. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Yeah.